Hello and welcome to the Open Government Podcast. I'm Richard Pietro. And I'm Samir Vasta. Each episode of the Open Government Podcast brings you an interview with someone working on open government in their community. And today, we, and this entire week, Samir and I have been doing interviews and doing recaps of the events for the International Open Data Conference and the Canadian Open Data Summit. And as promised, we bring you, we're bringing you interviews with people that are attending here. So Samir, who we got today? Today we have Tarek Kokar, who's with the World Bank, and he's one of the organizers uh, of today's uh, session and this whole week. Uh, and we're really excited to talk to him a little bit about uh, the IODC. So Tarek, tell us a little bit about uh, your involvement and why the World Bank is uh, engaged in this space. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, so, I, like I said, I'm the co-organizer of the event on behalf of the World Bank. Um, we're really interested in this event because it's an international open data conference, right? The World Bank is um, an organization that works in hundreds of countries around the world. We have open data activities in more than 40 countries around the world. So, for us, this is a great opportunity for bringing the people that we work with in these 40 countries together to form a sort of global community of open data, and for us to kind of learn from what else is going on around the world too. And uh, tell us a little about why open data is important to the work the World Bank does, uh, particularly since a lot of people may have a confused idea of what the World Bank is now um, than what it was before. Yeah, sure. I mean, so, I mean, fundamentally, look, the World Bank is a is a bank um, that has knowledge. So we lend money for people to do development projects, and we give them advice uh, as well. And open data is sort of fundamental to both parts of that. On the the knowledge side, we make our own data open. So we're, we like to say we're open about what we know, we're open about what we do, and we're kind of open about how we work. So these open principles are sort of fundamental to, to, to the way we do things. Um, and in terms of what we're doing with client countries, open data approaches again. I mean, they're touching every aspect of government and public life from you know education, agriculture, healthcare, there's, there's going to be some op- open data there whether you, whether you want it or not. <laughs> Are you able to give us and the audience kind of like a concrete example of how open data has affected a community at large that's not local to say the, the G8 countries or how it's affecting like third world countries or just countries people are not familiar with? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, how long have you got? The, <laughs> the, um, I mean, the, the, there's so many. So there's the explicit impacts of open data and there's the sort of more implicit stuff. So to give you some explicit examples, you've got, um, I mean, the, cl- the classic one that's been worked on in multiple countries is um, school-related data, right? So uh, I'm, I'm a parent and one thing that even with my kid who's two and a half years old I was looking at was school performance and where I live in, in Maryland. I mean, uh, folks forget that, that this is not a, a you know, I hate the phrase, this is not a first world problem. Right. Everyone has the same kind of desire. So from the Philippines to Tanzania to Kenya to most recently in Burkina Faso, the first uh, Francophone country to launch an open data initiative, you've got uh, tools and applications uh, that allow uh, the public to look at the performance of schools, see if uh, they're meeting their expectations and if their kids are getting, getting educated. Are you finding that um, the uptake from an international level has been faster, slower, just as expected as it was? Because to me, it seems as though this is moving at a rapid pace, even though some people would say it's moving too slowly. Can you speak just a little bit on that sort of perspective? Um, I, I'd say the pace of adoption has been about what I would have expected. Um, in a sense, it takes a long time. I mean, it, it's it's much harder to convince the first five people than it is to converse, convince the next five people, right? Because you have examples, evidence, and momentum to build from. So that's kind of the way it's gone. Um, but I, I find that the more the more countries that um, adopt these policies and the more sort of positive feedback uh, that we get, the easier it kind of becomes to, uh, to, to expand this work in other directions. So just to tie it back to today, uh, we've just wrapped up the first day of the International Open Data Conference. Uh, what are some key takeaways? What do you feel was successful and what do you hope uh, comes out tomorrow and in the days ahead? 
Uh, sure. Well, I mean, for me, the, the biggest success was just the, the diversity and size of the, the audience that we've attracted. I mean, I, th I think by my reckoning, this is probably the largest uh, open data focus gathering that there has ever been. Um, you know, it's the culmination of a week of events that have already been taking place, so I'm very pleased about that. I also like that, I mean, this event is, is different in that, it, I mean, I know you, you can't see what we're wearing, but it attracts the, the people in suits and the people in jeans as well, right? <laughs> I'm the one with the jeans. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I think I'm kind of halfway. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually dressed as a teddy bear, but that's, that's, that's something different. But I, I, I particularly like, like that aspect of it, because it's important to kind of have these different camps um, talking to one another. I guess the last idea it's just the, kind of the, the the breadth of ideas too. So you, if you were, uh, if you were listening to the, the last session, you have these very high-level ideas of advocacy, vision, and the future of open data. Uh, you've had people sharing very concrete case studies and impact, and then you've got people who have been talking about the kind of nitty-gritty details of technical data standards and file formats. So I love that uh, that that entire spectrum of content. Too. So these are the things I've liked and taken away from today. That's great. Are you finding that some of the questions are changing from your previous experiences? Like we had some really tough questions that were being asked in the final session, but has the how has the conversation changed and how have the questions changed, if at all? Uh, so the questions have changed, and there are definitely questions that are that are constant. Um, we find that the, I mean, with any community that's sort of evolving over time, you've got people who are relatively new to it, people who are kind of uh, kind of in the middle of their their journey, and there's people who are kind of on the cutting edge. So as soon as you get a thousand people, you're going to have some sort of distribution uh, amongst those three crowds. So you definitely find that people who are fairly new to it are asking the same sorts of questions you would have heard three or four years ago. Um, but I mean, right now, I'm definitely hearing questions that to me sort of advance the agenda so as you heard and at the, you know at the end of the day people realizing that open data does fit into a much more complicated political context um, it's at the intersection of the changing way that government uh, works with technology the way government interacts with citizens so there are both bigger and smaller questions being asked and I, I, yes they are they are evolving and, and changing and there are new questions to tackle Great. Uh, before we wrap up, one nugget of wisdom for the listeners. Anything you want to share, something that, an insight that you want to make sure that people leave with, uh, whether they're here today or they're not being able to attend? Um, I think one question that the entire open data community has to kind of uh, wrestle with, in addition to all the others that have been raised, is is open data a right or is it a gift? So um, Alex referenced the idea uh, in 2013 when the US government had a shutdown, a whole bunch of data sources were taken away, right? Um, I mean, it's not the case that the government suddenly erased roads, right? So right. They, the argument that open data is infrastructure kind of falls down if it's infrastructure that can disappear um, when it's going on. So that, that's, that's, that's what I take away. So think about the, in the long term, is open data something that um, is just given to you or do you have a right to it? Definitely. So thank you so much, Tarek, for, for talking to us and, and more importantly for being one of the organizers and bringing so many people together to talk about these really great issues. I really appreciate having you. You're very welcome. And th thanks also to the Government of Canada and the IDRC who work with us. Perfect. Cheers. And uh, that was Tarek Kokar from the World Bank. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, if you have any questions, you can reach us at our hashtag OGTPod. I'm Samir Vasta. You can reach me at, at Vasta. And I'm Richard Pietro. And you can reach me at, at Richard Pietro. As always, we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs>